Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, and this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. Today, I'm here with Moonboy. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you finally. Yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> so you're born kind of outside, is it San Bernardino? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how do, you, how do you know about San Bernardino? <laughs> what the hell? I don't have that information out there. <laughs> At least I don't think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your mm-hmm. parents are from there as well? Uh, no, my uh, my dad is, is like half... Oh, no, he's 100% Hispanic. He's from Honduras. Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom is American. But they're, yeah, yeah, like I lived there my whole life. Really. What did they do? Uh, my dad was like, my dad was exactly like me. Like he would get into something and then he would, when he would be interested in it, he would go full 100% into it. So like first he wanted to be like a, a jockey, like a, not disc jockey. Mm-hmm. That would be kind of funny, but uh, horse jockey. Horse jockey, yeah. yeah. So he went like hardcore into that, he was trying to go to school for it or something. He tried to do all of it and like, because he lived in a third world country too, he had horses. And he, it was just like a dream, but uh, he never ended up doing it. Then he found boxing mm-hmm. and like karate. He liked Bruce Lee. Yeah, you yeah. didn't you like train with him early in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> I don't have that information out there, dude. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I did train with him in the morning. Like, like every, yeah, pretty much every day more than school. Like I would be like, I don't want to go to school, and he's like, all right, let's go train. Or actually, it wouldn't be like, all right, let's go train. It would be like, we're gonna go train. And I'm like, yeah, like no school, you know. <laughs> but uh, so he must have been like super professional then. Oh yeah, he? yeah, he he went professional uh, a bit. The only thing that stopped him, he was very, very talented, very, very dedicated. The only thing that stopped him is that he had to work you know, full time to raise us. Cause mm-hmm. uh, basically it was just me and him now with my other brothers. My yeah. mom like eventually left, like when I was younger. So then he had to work like full time, like crazy, you know. Like other jobs or? Oh no, he was a taxi driver. Oh, Yeah, okay. for like 20 years. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then growing up, like you didn't really care about school, right? You just never, <laughs> no, really, like, no. You addicted to the internet. Oh dude, yeah, I hated school. I, it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It was just that, I just, uh, okay, it was, I couldn't do it because I didn't want to. It wasn't that I couldn't, like, understand it. It was, like, I just never, I don't think I've ever, I probably did my homework, like, twice in my whole life. I'm not even joking. Like, probably twice in my whole life I've done my homework. I was so bad. Like, every school hated me. Probably only one teacher liked me. And that's just because I knew his son's band. And I, I, it was, like, a screamo band. It was, like, an underground <laughs> screamo band. Did your dad not force you to study at all? Did he not, not care? Not study. Not, um... Well, it was a thing of like, since I was training so much, he was like, if you're going to become a boxer, then... Uh, oh, you were like really... So I you were training. like competing a lot. Um, I never went to any tournaments or like professional. Like he wanted me to go to the Olympics and all that, but it was just in the gym. Uh, like we would go to YMC... They had the YMCA in Pomona. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just we'd travel around like other gyms. But I never did like any professional. It was just like other kids, mm-hmm. you know. Did you really like her or was it mostly like his passion? Um... In the beginning, it was his passion, and I, I didn't really like it that much. But then eventually, I started liking it as I got older, just because it's like it's like a it's a release. Mm-hmm. It's a very good release. Yeah. And um, yeah. But yeah, it was only until I was older, till like after he stopped taking me a lot, that I started enjoying it. And then I started just doing it myself. Until what age know? were you doing it? Um, I stopped around 14 and started picking up picking it up like around 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Um. Da, da, da. Uh, it was like on and off, really. 
uh, like, but like boxing, really. But I started getting into martial arts as well. Like, isn't it kind of funny? Like, this is like way away from music. This is like <laughs> nowhere near music, but also, also like a big computer nerd. But then I was also into like martial arts and I got really giant into jujitsu. You know, like, oh God, I freaking loved it. And I'm, I'm still trying to get back into it, but now it's like really hard to like, you know, mm -hmm. schedule myself. I'm out like at four in the morning and then you can't wake up early, you know? <laughs> but yeah. And you're really into stick fingers. It's just like animation of stick figures. Like on YouTube, I, one of my biggest videos was like 300,000 views. I took it down though, because I had copyrighted music. Yeah. And, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just like they're fighting, stick figures, little stick figures fighting. There's nothing, nothing like that special. It was just a little weird obsession of a kid. Like he just loved making stick figures. And he, oh, and I would make a storyline. I forgot about that. Like yeah. the guy would walk into the park or whatever. Then some, the blue one would come up and like throw his drink or whatever. And then they would start fighting, and then it gets to an epic battle, and the other stick figures would jump in, and then they would all start fighting, and then they'd be doing slow motion backflips or whatever. This is some weird stick figure animation. I don't even know, like, it's so weird. <laughs> Looking back on it, I don't know why I was so into that. It was just, yeah, stick figure animations. Look it up. Look up, uh, I can't even remember, like, Ultimate Showdown stick figure animations. Look that up on, on YouTube. That's, <laughs> How did you get into animation? Um, oh, dude. I fucking loved animation so much. Okay, like Newgrounds. There's a website called Newgrounds would, that would host like they would. Uh, it would be like a platform like YouTube, but st strictly for animations. Mm -hmm. Solid Fingers. They would uh, uh, like they would. I think it started on Newgrounds. I believe maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I want to say it did. Um, but I would just watch all the flash animation things there, and then like they uh, obviously on YouTube you type in how to make animation, and they, like the popular thing was Macromedia Flash. This was before like. Adobe bought it and then I just got into like learning how to draw that mm -hmm. and then just really wanted to do that and it's just a fad because uh okay <laughs> like this goes I really hope I'm not rambling but this goes into like it goes into like a million things that like I was always a computer nerd so any program that I saw on the internet mm -hmm. I wanted to learn it so I would just go to YouTube and search up tutorials on how to learn every program or Splash Animations, which luckily led into music, you mm -hmm. know, but it was just a bunch of different random programs, like 3D, uh, 3D's Max, like just 3D modeling, uh, mm -hmm. just anything, anything really. I tried coding, kind of hard to like, you, you know, I don't know, it's like mostly text. There's no bright colors. Yeah. There's no, you know, I don't know, I tried it, but it didn't work out. Where did your animation interest come from? Was it movies or? No, it was, it was like just uh, flash animation things on like weird websites like Newgrounds, Wimp.com. I just love flash animations. It was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Just like, because I knew one guy made it. Like it was just one guy. I wasn't a giant team making a story. It was like one guy, you know, making the whole story. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, if, I could, if he can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I just got to learn how to do it. And then... I just had too much time. I didn't go to school. I just had too much time. I learned everything. <laughs> That's it, you know? Did you think that, like, that flash animation could be your career? No. No, I knew it wasn't. I was like, nah. Why not? I, I don't know. I, uh, well, no, yeah, I, I knew it wasn't going to be. I didn't have much belief in myself when I was little, like, in anything, you know, like, in boxing or anything. I was just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep doing whatever I want to do. I just kept learning. You know, mm -hmm. but no, I I didn't think I wasn't. It was just a hobby, you know, a, yeah. a big interest, a hobby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't uh, something serious. And then for music, you kind of found a full studios through Dead Mouse, right, Skrillex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, actually, it was just through searching up random programs and learning it first. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get into it after that because I got this program called Reason. And Reason is like, it kind of emulates hardware. So you can, uh, it has like wires. Like, you know, you would route them from synthesizer to mixer or whatever. And I thought that was cool, but it got so complicated because it was my first program ever. And I was like, fuck this, I can't do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, can I, am I allowed to curse? <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, that was the first one. And then, oh man, I picked it up a lot of times because then that's when I got into like, when I was like 14, 15, that's when I started getting into like screamo and like emo music. And then I really wanted to scream. Yeah, I really wanted to scream so badly, and then I just like started picking it up and learning, and then uh, well, just like at home. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> you would yeah. Just scream at home. Yes, I would scream at home, and it would drive my parents crazy. But the thing I would do, I would like, <laughs> this is so stupid. It's like just some kid alone screaming <laughs> in his room, and uh, I would, uh, I had like a closet, mm -hmm. and it was pretty isolated. So I would go to my special little closet to scream and learn how to scream. But it, it didn't work. Everybody heard me. Everybody in the house heard me try to scream. <laughs> and especially like early on, some kids screaming. When you're learning how to scream, the beginning like month is terrible. It's just like a guy like dying, some kid dying, really. It's not fun. But <laughs> your friend just thought you're dying in the closet. I, eventually day. they found out that I was trying to scream, you know. Well, what what else could you be like? Was it just like random sounds from your room constantly? <laughs> yes, it, it pretty much was. Uh, it was, yeah. It was so bad. It was, it was really funny. I feel bad for my parents. But, uh,. Yeah, that was that's that's why I downloaded FL Studio, cause uh, to record it, and then also uh, they had a preset in Isotope that would eliminate vocals from tracks. Mm -hmm. So I would grab like my favorite screamo songs, eliminate the vocals, and try to scream over it. That's that's <laughs> how I started getting into it. Then I got into like Auto Tune. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to compose a track at the time. Were you in bands and stuff? No, I, oh, man, that was like one thing I look back on right now. I feel so bad, like, you should have joined some, some type of community, some type of, like, you should have met some friends. Because I was just doing it alone, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you should have met some friends, MySpace, I don't know, meet somebody that, like, does it too. Because that's how people start, like, progressing and, like, learning mm -hmm. and, like, getting more into it. But I was, like, I don't know, I was, like, very shy. So shy. That's why I was just some computer nerd, you know? Mm -hmm. I was just too shy, man. <laughs> but, I mean, it worked out, mm -hmm. I guess. Took a long time, but yeah. yeah. And when you found music, how did you realize it wasn't just like a fad or that you could actually put more time and make it into a career? Oh, actually, uh, when, I, when I started getting into EDM, that was like one of the first things I really believed in, like in my whole life. As soon as I, like, I started getting into it, I remember I remade, I wanna say this, I wanna like, I, this is a bold claim, but I want to say I'm the first one to accurately recreate the Skrillex growl. This was like mm -hmm. when it, back in like 2010 or whatever. This was before like YouTube tutorials were doing it, but I never made a YouTube tutorial. Mm -hmm. But like once I made that Skrillex growl, I was like, wait a minute, I just made that growl. I can make the music too. Yeah. I didn't know that there was more levels. Like you gotta mm -hmm. know how to actually write melodies and <laughs> no rhythm. But I was like, I made the growl. So then, um, yeah, like I. Uh, I just, it just gave me confidence that I was able to make the sound. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I can do this. And I told my dad, and I was like, I know what I want to do in life finally. And he's like, he's excited. He's like, really? And he's like thinking, I'm like, like, cause he wants, he wanted me to be a cop too. Mm. And, uh, or like, uh, you know, obviously boxer cop or just go to school, college or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, I want to make EDM. <laughs> and immediately he just like shut me out. He was like, 
he, oh, he was like, he was pissed. He was so pissed. He was like, so he is from like peak excitement. Like imagine your dad at like peak excitement. And then you tell him something, it just goes <laughs> Like, are you fucking kidding me? You did, you, did you already know what's EDM? Yeah, I mean, I, I was telling him about it little by little, mm -hmm. you know? So he knew, like, I don't know if I said EDM. I think I said, uh, like, DJ. Yeah. I think I said, like, DJ or something like that. And then, um, yeah, yeah, did not approve. So you have no musicians in your family? <laughs> oh, right? no, nobody. <laughs> Opposite. Zero musical talent. If anything, it's, like, against anything musical you know <laughs> I mean they love music but and against making music you know mm -hmm. and then how were you able to network initially it was hard right you were like talking to everyone like, oh even, yeah like founders like who's the manager and stuff yeah 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 exactly yeah I would go to a bunch of shows and then uh, just meet everybody literally talk to everybody I talked to everybody in the crowd I talked to like and luckily when there I would go to like smaller shows so like the DJs were just like hang out in the crowd afterwards and mm -hmm. I would just meet them and then um, yeah like I remember one of the first hmm, well there was a lot of like smaller DJs that I met but one mm -hmm. of the first like no notable ones are like Sean Wasabi mm -hmm. and like just people like that because I went to this um, I already forgot I forgot the name of it to be honest oh Curion mm -hmm. I don't know it was like a very um, kawaii idiom yeah that sounds club. kawaii <laughs> yeah but I decided to go there because I started getting into that mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, I just I would just meet everybody, you mm -hmm. know. It didn't it didn't really get me far though. It didn't it didn't really? get me far. No, it didn't really get me far meeting all these people. Uh, is yeah. it because you didn't really have music out? So yeah, you really, like, that is. With them? Yeah, that's one very big thing. Um, but I w I wouldn't talk to them to collab. I just like I just wanted to like, can I get in some sort of community? Like I'm I've been alone this whole time. Like I just want to get in some sort of group of people that are interested in the same mm -hmm. thing that can hear my music and that like I can hear their music and we can like. Just talk about it. Mm -hmm. I was never into. I never had any type of community like that. Um, I don't know if that was my fault or what, but I tried. Mm -hmm. You know. That's um, interesting though, because you went from being like super shy to were you forcing oh, yourself to talk? Oh to everyone? yes, yeah. I, would, I mean, when I went to these shows, I would uh, take a train like uh, from San Bernardino. That's like two and a half to three hours. Yeah. Uh, and I would come home like at six in the morning. Damn. Like I'm like this kid, like freaking coming home at six in the morning on on the bus because uh, the trains. I don't think the train ran that late. Mm -hmm. um, so, but the bus was also like really cheap. Like I think it was 150. Mm -hmm. You go all the way back to San oh, Bernardino, wow. super cheap. And so yeah, I would just do that. I'll have my backpack, you know, my laptop, you know, mm -hmm. I just do that a lot, like over and over and over and over. Uh, yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, but then it clicked to you that it wasn't working. Or yeah. Like, and then you decided no, to I just kept do doing it. Else. You just no, kept I just kept, I kept doing it and then it worked. Yeah, and then it worked, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I had this whole network of people like, yeah, I gathered up all this network of people. I'm like, I know everybody now. It's like, no, like I met everybody. Nobody, it didn't work out meeting all these people, but just that one, you know, ended up working out. Mm -hmm. And then from that, it started becoming a snowball effect. Started meeting other people. And then what helped was I started putting stuff out too. You gotta have stuff out on the internet. Cause then you're just a random person. Like they gotta be able to check you out. Yeah. You know? Were you already doing a, a YouTube at this point? When no. You were these people? No. no. I mean, I so made- this must have been like, <laughs> what, three years ago? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I made videos, but I kept them private. Cause I was still like, uh, it was just cringy. Like I, I couldn't even talk while I was like very quiet the whole time. Mm -hmm. But I made it just so I can get like in repetition. Cause like I knew I had an idea of what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I would just practice doing. I have 
This is not my phone, by the way. It's mine. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's all hard for the, stuff. Yeah, it's a backup mic. <laughs> I knew the idea of what I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't know exactly how I was gonna execute it, but I knew that I had to practice. So and then I just kept making videos too. Mm -hmm. And then uh, even if they were really bad, and I never uploaded them, but I knew that I just needed to get better, you know. Mm -hmm. And I would make vlogs too. Never put them up. I had GoPro and I just made vlogs. Like I'm going to LA. I'm going to meet these people. And I would talk, try to talk. It was, oh, it was terrible. I did not know what to say. <laughs> I was just like, okay, here I am. <laughs> you know, like, like just awkward, <laughs> awkward, very, very awkward. What was your inspiration to start the YouTube? Was it? Did you watch Getter stuff initially, or no? It wasn't even Getter. No. Um, I didn't watch any EDM people, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, what was it? Cause I always wanted to do vlogs before even like electronic music, like when I was doing. Oh, you were boxing. Yeah. Boxing when vlogs. I was well, not okay, not boxing, but jujitsu. That's when oh, I was okay. like later on. Same thing, but like. I was always, every time I trained, I always put the GoPro on the fence and I'll record it and I'll make little highlight clips. And then like, I do the same thing now, but with my shows. But like, I learned just how to like edit. I just made a bunch of highlight clips I recorded. Mm. I learned like tricks of like video editing. That's another program I really got into. Like, I learned like Sony Vegas first. I just learned like a bunch of like video editing programs. And then, um, yeah, that's, 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 I was always into vlogging before like the EDM thing. But then I was, I already, I always knew that I wanted to put it into EDM because I didn't see that many people doing it with EDM. Mm -hmm. I have seen Getters stuff though, but I, I didn't correlate them, to con like I didn't connect them, you know? Because mm -hmm. Getters stuff is more of like a funny vlog. Yeah. Like They're like highlight clips, like I went over here and they're just saying like shit, ass, and like yeah. funny stuff. And it's funny, it works for him because he has a very good sense of humor and like it's just really funny. But with me, I'm trying to do like a storyline, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm trying to like just express myself really and just put my personality out there. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's my goal for it. Every now and then I'll do a funny one, but the funny ones never popped off. <laughs> you know, they never popped off. Because mm -hmm. nobody, like, unless they know who you are and they're invested in your music, I don't think they'll care of you, like, just, like, jumping around doing flips and, like, saying, piss. I don't know, <laughs> like, it's like oh, this guy's kind of annoying, mm -hmm. you know? Has it ever crossed your mind that by doing YouTube, people take you less seriously? Like, ask the same thing oh, to yeah. Ramzoid or Getter, who yeah. also does a lot of yeah, yeah. YouTube. Um, early on, very early on to, like, because I, I started growing through, like, the underground rhythm community first, mm -hmm. before I started getting into, like, started meeting, like, like, I just went way past the underground community now. Like, now I'm, like, you know, like, working with, like, big names now. But before, that's what I started out as, and it, nobody liked me. Only like, only like, fans really. Mm -hmm. But like everybody in the scene, the the rhythm community scene, like everybody like, yeah, did not take me seriously, like, because of the YouTube, mm -hmm. you know. What do you think was the turning point that now you're like, with a lot of um, well, metadone people? <laughs> yeah, um, the turning point was that I did not. Um, okay, how do I explain it? Like. I stopped trying to appeal the like the the, the mid tier art like I don't I don't want to say like they're not yeah like the mid tier artists you know mm -hmm. like the, there's like levels yeah I stopped trying to appeal them and, and stop trying to like get in their click mm -hmm. and like be like oh like I, I'm friends with you guys now like all right if you guys are interested in me like cool I'm just gonna keep doing my thing I just kept my head down kept doing my thing mm -hmm. and that's when like all right like instead of waiting for messages from to, for collabs from mid tier artists. They just get hit up by Virtual Riot, like out of nowhere. 
get hit by Gasly out of nowhere, get hit by Borger out of nowhere. I'm like, okay, cool. I just put my head down and keep working and then people will recognize what I'm doing. I'm pretty sure I'm not taking that seriously, so I don't know. I really don't know. So what happened with the SoundCloud takedown? Oh, okay. So the SoundCloud takedowns, it was just a giant, a big giant mess, huge mess. Um, I guess like, I don't know how like a copyright system could be flawed. I mean, I know like YouTube is like still kind of bad right now, but it was nowhere near like how SoundCloud was. I guess like, I guess they fixed it, mm -hmm. but like literally everybody like, well not everybody, but everybody in the dubstep scene like Never Say Die and stuff like that, like Sudden Death, freaking Tramp, I, I think Trappa, Macedon, Murder, like people like that, like they got their songs taken down, um, copyright flag, like saying they had copyrighted material when it was all original. And then um, it was like just happening, like it was like a giant apocalypse, like a rhythm apocalypse, you know? And then um, um, on the emails that they would send to the artist, uh, it said, you know, like you have been flagged for copyright material because you contain stuff from something, something or whatever. And it said the, the file claimant, the person's name, and had my fucking name on it. And then had the e it had two emails, it had some other weird, I totally, I forgot what the other email was, but then the other one was said like Moonboy something. Mm. So I had my, like my name, my real name that people know me by, and then my email. And then uh, literally like, when it happened, I was in Vegas and I, I just played a show and I was like, I was sleeping and I woke up and then my phone was just like stacked with text messages from like literally like every artist, like what the, like, I mean, they, they like knew it wasn't me, but they were also like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is your name on there too, mm -hmm. you know? And then that was just like a big freak out, you know? Um, Cause it, it was happening before, like all those other artists, it was happening to smaller artists. Um, but I, I tried to ignore it. I was like, I was like, all right, this is some guy trying to mess with me. It's gonna go away. But then it happened to the big artist and I was like, crap, I gotta address this. So then I, I um, like in Vegas in my Airbnb, I just uh, made a little video talking about it. Just saying like, it's not me. You know, I'm here in Vegas, I just played a show. There's no way I'll be like, like, I didn't say it, but I'll be pretty, I'll be pretty talented hacker if I can play a show <laughs> and then just take down everyone's songs, you know? Um, but, um... What do you think actually happened though? Was it just like a glitch or...? No, no, it was a guy trying to frame me. Oh. Yeah, he was trying to frame me, yeah. Why? Um, uh... I have a, like, I have quite a few uh, dedicated, dedicated people trying to get me that are in like the underground. This was when I was like, I was really in like the underground rhythm scene. And um, a lot of people didn't take a liking to me. And uh, it was just like, but you didn't know these people personally. I don't know, right? I don't know. Just I internet know. people that- Just internet, Was Facebook, it shocking? Facebook like one people. day you realized you had some haters? Oh yeah. When, uh, That's hurtful. It's very hurtful. Yeah. It's very hurtful. Like it's like, like I'm like, I'm like shaking, you know, like that, like why are these people like trying to get me? Like what did, what did I ever do to these people? You know, and like, it's just cause like, I guess it's just because I came up fast, you know, and um, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's, everybody has their reasons, really. Um, but yeah, just people trying to frame you doesn't feel good. It's, mm -hmm. It feels very, very bad. Um, luckily, I got, you know, I made the video and then um, I had my management send an email and then like I wrote a letter for like a lawyer, <laughs> which is... That's just crazy how it got to that point, you wow. know? And then, so I made that video, the video like, you know, it got really big on Twitter, mm -hmm. luckily, cause you know, they just needed to see me, my face yeah. lay like, yo, I'm not, you know, it's not me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think that night, that night the song started coming back. And then um, I, I guess like, I did get some publicity from it though. Cause like people like Kaiwachi started following me and like they knew who I was. They said, I watched your videos. 
-hmm. and like I, I obviously like I support like I, I know that you didn't do it or whatever so it, it helped me out kind of in the end but I wouldn't want it to happen again yeah um, but uh, and also like EDM.com made an article about it which helped oh. like help uh, not you know like just proof that I didn't do it you know mm -hmm. basically what's your <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, let's talk about the alien invasion then. <laughs> What's your inspiration behind that? Uh, my inspiration uh, behind alien invasion. Yeah. Um, shoot. I really want to say there's like a really strong origin. I mean, I always love aliens. Mm -hmm. I got a, like I got a bunch of alien. Like everybody knows I love aliens, and it just correlates with like Moon Boy, like space themed. Mm -hmm. um, but I just started really getting into the alien alien themed thing. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a song. And I and I said it in my mind, I'm, I'm like, that's really gross with the cockroach right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I said it in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm gonna make a big song. And like, I'm like legit, like that's my mindset. I was like, I'm gonna make my biggest song I've ever made. Um, okay, it's about aliens. And I started building upon there. And then I was like, aliens, and then invasion. I don't know how that happened, but then I was like, all right, I'm gonna make it sound like it's an invasion. Mm -hmm. So then like, it's like, just hits hard, like epic. And then there's like stabby synths that sound like lasers. And then the whole drop sounds like an invasion of like lasers, like pew pew. And yeah. like, I just like built, I had the idea for the song before I even made it. Like I was like, this is how it's gonna be. And I want the drop to be lasers and everything to be like alien themed. And so I did it and it became my biggest song ever. And which is really cool. Cause that's my plan. My plan was like, I'm gonna make the biggest song ever. So that was like pretty cool. It's like, that's my whole like mindset now moving forward to all my songs. I like, obviously you would always want to say, I'm going to make the biggest song ever, <laughs> but like building the theme in your head before making it and it makes it so much easier. Wait, I made it so quick too. Mm -hmm. I made it so quick. I like just knew exactly what I was doing and it worked out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> is branding something that you think of consciously oh, yeah. or is it something that just comes Oh, easy consciously. Oh, wow. I'm very, I'm, I'm always thinking like, how can it be more, how can it be more like accessible to like, Okay, there's a, it's very weird, um, like I don't know like an easier way to say it, but mm -hmm. I think of it a lot like limbic resonance, I don't know if that's, that's the right term, yeah. but like um, basically when they first see something or first hear something, what is the most relatable or like eye-catching things, you know, I, I feel really funny of like holding this phone, always like talking. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> my phone. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, just the most like appealing thing and the most... I don't know, I just think about it a lot, like, what is just the most eye-catching thing, like, mm -hmm. the most, especially when I'm making sounds, what is the most, like, loud, like, appealing thing, like, what can work around it, but obviously I don't, I, I, it, I always tailor it around, like, what I like personally, Yeah. but yeah, I, I think of it a lot, like, I think of, like, branding, mm -hmm. I, I don't like to call it branding, though, <laughs> I don't like to call it branding, because, like, people think, like, I'm a brand, like, like, I'm just doing me, mm -hmm. you know, um, like the green hair co coincided with aliens, you know? That's why I was trying different colors. I was like, what's blue? Mm -hmm. Blue's nice, red's nice. But then as soon as I hit green, I was like, ah, oh, that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, um. And when did you get the, the tag? Oh yeah, I got it like probably like four months ago. Oh, like recent. Four, yeah, four months ago. Yeah. It was just cause, uh, Moon Boy is like more than, more than an artist to me, more mm -hmm. than like a DJ to me. It kind of became like more, more of me than like my own name. To be honest, it's kind of weird to say that, but I, I resonated 
more. Maybe it's because I can express myself more than I can as like an individual. Mm. I can express myself like just easier through Moonboy than I could have in my whole life. As soon as I hit Moonboy, like I started feeling more of me. I started like doing everything I like to do, and it made me a happier. <laughs> so then, like I was like, all right, Moonboy means a yeah. lot to me. Like I'm freaking Moonboy, you know? Like <laughs> I was like, this is me. So yeah. Were you always into Moon, or like how did you even think of the name initially? It was uh. So I was always thinking of names. Like obviously, when you when you first started, like wanted to be a DJ, I was always thinking of names. Nothing ever clicked, like ever, like plus five years, never been satisfied. I'm like not even joking. I would have a name and I'm like, I don't like it. I know I'm going to change it, but mm -hmm. I would never be satisfied with my name. And then um, I always loved space. And then like one day I just like went to sleep and then like it was like 12 and like it's like I woke up in the middle of the night and like literally it's like so funny to say, but literally I woke up in the middle of the night with the name Moonboy in my head and I just wrote it down because I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. I wrote it down and I woke up and I looked at it and it said like it was written down Moonboy and I was like, oh, sh this is it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, this is it right here. I don't know where it came. I just fell asleep and woke up with it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is it. And I, from then on, like I've never been more happy with like a name and I try to tell people and nobody liked it for some reason. Everybody was like, nah, no. But um, I was like, I don't care. This is it. I know this is it. Yeah. Cause I just knew it. Like it was like deep in me. I was like, I knew like, this is it, Moonboy. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and then uh, I just ran with it. Mm -hmm. How has your music changed over time? Because you were making like Moonbatone, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so with everything, uh, well, okay, but I started with dubstep though. Yeah. But I never made, I never put out dubstep. But I started learning like really with dubstep. Um, but I thought dubstep was dead. Because I, I didn't know anybody, you know? Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't go to shows. I wouldn't go, I, wouldn't, I don't know why I didn't go to dubstep shows. I guess I couldn't find them. I didn't know, I didn't, I just didn't know where to go really. Um, but. Yeah, um, I was just, I was around people like, like DJ Bland and like, that's how, like, you know, when I met him, uh, that's the kind of music he plays, like EDM, like four to, four to the floor. Mm -hmm. And I was around like Hispanic people all the time. And then, um, I mean, I liked it, you know, I was like, this is cool. And I just started making it. And I was like, I just got super into it. I just started making it because like, I was like, this is something I can make and I can show people who know what it is. If I made dubstep, like, I didn't know who I can really show it to besides like the internet. And I didn't have any following, like zero followers, no following at all, you know? So then I made Moombaton, and um, the first one I made, <clears throat> the first song I put out, I believe, as Moombaton was a remix for Wookie. I mean, you, you interviewed him. Yeah. Um, and it popped off. It was my biggest, my biggest song. It got me two shows. It got me a Mexico show and, and Portland show because of that. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, it was my first song, and it got me shows. Like, hell yeah. Um, but it, and it got me in touch with Wookie, which was very important. Like... Cause Wookie was like one of the first DJs that I actually started talking to. Oh, I didn't and know that. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. he was one of the first. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, he's super, super nice. Um, he was one of the first people, and like, this is very early on, and like, you know, he would guest list me to shows, which is super awesome. He has <laughs> like, gone double blog. Blog inception. Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever had that. Yeah. I should be having my camera too. Oh, like, yeah. oh, triple blog. <laughs> <laughs> That was like dude, one of the first times I was ever backstage at a show. Like, I went to his Belasco one and I was like backstage, I was like, whoa, this is super cool. He helped me out in terms of like, you know, seeing that the people in the scene are just people and you could talk to them. And that was awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, moment and, time. <laughs> and we were talking about this a bit like off camera, but Lil Zen. 
<laughs> and I think they're curious to hear and stuff. Oh. So like, when did you start? When did it like start picking up that people were like saying? Oh, <laughs> what the Lil Xan thing? Yeah, I feel like they, they'd find that hilarious. Oh my god. Okay, so it's not like that big where it's like, yeah. oh, that's Lil Xan, Lil Xan, Lil Xan. But I get it. All right, I have a face tat. All right, I think our faces are like baby faced. So like, I kind of get it. But like sometimes like. It's just funny, like, people, like, okay, so there was this big tweet um, where someone, like, said, Moonboy's the little exam of EDM, and it had a video of me crowd surfing, mm -hmm. and it, like, got, like, 20,000 views, and, like, just that alone, I was like, why do people, like, like this so much? This is funny, like, this one, like, literally got 20,000 views, and then, like... Did people listen to your music from that? Like, did you actually... Uh, the what? Did people, oh, like, listen to I don't your know. music from that? That would be cool, though. That would, I don't, yeah, it's I don't like know, maybe. Publicity. Yeah, that'd be cool, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, and then, like... Uh, just people like people in person, obviously, and then um, and oh, the they call me like the sober Alexan <laughs> too. <laughs> they, they call me that too, or like on comments too. Yeah. You know? But uh, and on the streets too. Yeah, on the streets. Yeah. But they actually was, like, think you're him. No, no, yeah. they just like it's like a little like it's just funny. Like oh, I'm gonna take pictures with little Xan and like looks vaguely like little Xan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? All right. Yeah. Sure. How do you see everyone as a person compared to when you were younger? I'm now able to like, it's big for me right now, like I'm actually able to express myself like mm -hmm. freely and like actually talk about my feelings and just talk about me mm -hmm. or even talk in general. Um, that's one big thing that lo like looking back, I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah, I can actually talk now. You know, like actually talk. I was very bad at talking, like very bad. Like I can't even like talk on the phone. It was so bad. That's probably like, that's why these videos help me so much, because uh, I would force myself to talk. Like, mm -hmm. as I was saying, like, when I first started, I would just be like... So... I'm not even joking, like... <laughs> I was just, like, I would pause, and my brain would not come up with words. I don't, I don't know, I, like, maybe, like, because I just grew up like that, mm -hmm. it was just so hard for me. But as soon as I started picking it up, I just can't stop talking now. What would you say have been your biggest challenges so far in life? Being satisfied with what I do, or mm -hmm. what I, like, make. Yeah. Um, I'm never satisfied, really, with anything. I kind of just force myself to be like, done. All right. I don't care. You're not satisfied. Put it up. Whatever. Or like videos, music, everything. Never satisfied. Never like happy. Um, <laughs> I'm not depressed. <laughs> like you know, like yeah. I'm never like you know 100%. Like I'm like very stoked about a lot of things, but I'm never like just 100%. Like yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, that's a big challenge and I've been trying to work on it. Um, and just um, meeting right people. Because, uh, I mean, obviously going to LA, you meet a lot of people. And it's hard to like, it's just hard to meet people that are genuine. Um, so that's another big challenge, really. Um, little by little, like I have a very small, very, very small, tight-knit group of friends. Like small you know like uh but i have people like i'm acquaintance with and like they're, i'm cool with you know mm -hmm. but um yeah like just meeting people and uh being satisfied yeah. you know it's like the biggest challenges yeah. right now you know i still feel like i'm that kid alone in la right now i just have a stable place to live mm -hmm. you know i still feel like i'm i'm coming out to la all the time like i don't feel comfortable which is kind of good i guess i don't think it's good to be comfortable mm -hmm. you kind of always have to be seeking more, I suppose, but yeah. <laughs> what does love mean to you? Love. This is a lot of love right here. <laughs> love, okay, this is why I'm like repping it, because like, I wanted to wear more, but I, I didn't want to come across as like, 
I don't know if this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is like this is one thing that like, cause they spend time to make this, you know. Like they actually like dedicated time. They're putting Moon Boy. Like they all all of these say Moon Boy, um, and then all of them are like aliens, and some of them say like alien invasion or whatever. But like when they spend time, you know, like they're spending hours or whatever, like just draw, like doing that, like they're putting love into that, you know, like specifically for you. So it means a lot to me, you know. <laughs> I was gonna go decked out though, but I didn't want to. I feel like that'd be kind of weird. Like <laughs> like. Like, it was this kid is like kind of trying too hard, just wearing like freaking <laughs> literally, <A> yeah, vest <laughs> of candy, you know? But I did my best to wear at least like some special yeah. ones, you know? I love that. But I'm not sure. Love is a hard one. That's one. That's another life challenge. What is love? You know? Just make a remix to Hadaway. What is love? That's a good song. That's a really, yeah. really good song. <laughs> Last question What do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? Um. Somebody that has made like a positive impact on people's lives uh, Where there was like inspiring them to do what they want to do mm -hmm. um, And just just inspiring inspiring people that they can do it too no matter like what situation they're in What problems they have? It's literally you just Force yourself to do it and then make it happen um, Yeah, I just I just I just want to inspire people, really, you know? Yeah. I just want to help, you know, I want to be remembered for helping people because it's important, you know? I, was, I always wanted someone to have, like, told me, like, hey, you can do it, but eventually I figured it out for myself, but, yeah, yeah. I just want to help people, really. I love that. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This is super cool. Like, I need to walk in my life. I need yeah. to go out walking more often, to be honest. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for watching. Bye guys. Bye guys.